It lays the predicate and the foundation for the development of a weather satellite that will permit man to determine the world's cloud layer and ultimately to control the weather. And he who controls the weather will control the world. How bad is it? How bad will it soon be? Even at this late hour, how many are actually willing to face the truth? Opening headline, COVID camps, question mark, putting disease, quote, carriers in detention centers. Proposed New York law suggests. That's from international news sources. This is Dane Wigginton with geoengineeringwatch.org. The commercial-free global alert news hour starts now. In this broadcast, the breaking frontline reports on which our collective futures most depend. Stay tuned. New York's new proposed law is shocking to the core and yet should have been expected. The following report was drafted by a top New Jersey attorney that works directly with geoengineeringwatch.org. Here's his report. On January 6, 2021, Nick Perry, a Democratic member of the New York State Assembly, introduced arguably the most outrageous bill to date in response to the COVID-19 pandemic. The bill would expand the powers of New York's governor upon declaration of an emergency due to an epidemic to do the following. New York Bill A416 abolishes liberty and the right to control your body during a pandemic. Number one, to arrest a person or groups of people who are sick or suspected to be sick with a contagious disease and forcibly detain them in medical facilities designed by the state for as long and in whatever manner the state deems proper or as long as they remain, quote, contagious. This includes the power to arrest persons who are contacts of a suspected infected person, and this arrest can continue for up to 60 days without a court order and thereafter as long as a court will authorize. Two, the bill would give the state the power to detain such persons in isolation, despite the fact that solitary confinement is cruel and unusual punishment. Three, the bill would give the state the power to treat such persons medically and even vaccinate them without their consent and Four, to subject them to the risk of criminal charges if they attempt to leave or escape their confinement. The summary continues with this. The bill would also explicitly authorize the governor to order all other persons in the state to isolate or quarantine in their homes, to force all people to be medically examined or tested against their will, to force all people who have been exposed or infected or suspected to be exposed or infected to, quote, complete an appropriate prescribed course of treatment, preventative medication, vaccination, including directly observed therapy to treat the, quote, disease. The attorney's report then asks this, imagine a state official handing you a pill and ordering you to take it in their presence. The report continues, in essence, this bill would give New York state officials the power to forcibly detain you if you are sick, medically treat you, and vaccinate you against your will with whatever the state deems is appropriate. This bill shocks the conscience irreparably. First and foremost, the idea that any U.S. government is authorized by law to force you to be detained, medically treated, and vaccinated against your will is abhorrent to the principles of life, liberty, and justice enshrined in our federal and state constitutions. This bill is disgraceful beyond belief. It violates any notion of common decency and human treatment of the sick. It would compel doctors to violate the Hippocratic Oath, and it would strip the right of citizens to choose medical treatment for themselves and their families. 
The legal summary continues with this, quote, even though this bill purports to give a person a chance to be, quote, heard, it does not specify when or in which court that right to be heard can be exercised and must be adjudicated. And it certainly does not guarantee that you can be, quote, heard before you are detained and deprived of your liberty, before you are medically treated against your will or forcibly vaccinated, and before you are robbed of your human dignity. This bill violates every concept of due process and every right to bodily integrity, choice, and freedom without adequate procedural safeguards. Had this bill been in effect last year, it would have authorized New York State to arrest thousands of people, especially African Americans and people of color, who've been disproportionately affected by SARS-CoV-2. And it is that fact that begs the question, how could Assemblyman Perry, an African American member representing predominantly black and Hispanic communities in Brooklyn, introduce such a bill? Apparently, Assemblyman Perry has no confidence in the maturity and judgment of his constituents to choose how to protect themselves from disease, to seek the appropriate medical care and to respect their families and their neighbors. Perry should be outcast for introducing a bill that would deprive his constituents of all their freedoms if they got sick or had contact with someone who was. When early reporting of this outbreak in China was leaked by activists on the internet, we observed hundreds of images of, and videos of authorities dressed in hazmat suits forcibly removing people from their homes and dragging them to ambulance and internment facilities. Apparently, Assemblyman Perry agrees New York should emulate China and treat citizens of the state in exactly the same manner. Populations all over the world are under siege, the planet and the entire web of life the same. The U.S. population, the U.S. military, and U.S. law enforcement need to wake up to the fact that those who actually control the country, and indeed much of the world, are not of any political stripe, not red or blue, not left or right, not Democrat or Republican, not conservative or liberal. The entire political circus is completely scripted, completely orchestrated to polarize, divide, and conquer, and how effective it continues to be for the true controllers. Forgive me for starting this news hour by rewinding to a Wall Street Journal headline from 2009. It is, in fact, more relevant now than ever. Here it is from the Wall Street Journal and the Associated Press. Quote, billionaires try to shrink world population. Report states from the New York meeting included billionaires Bill Gates, no surprise, Warren Buffett, David Rockefeller, Eli Brode, George Soros, Ted Turner, Oprah, Michael Bloomberg, and others, many others behind the curtain. How to shrink the world's populations? Does that come as any surprise? It shouldn't. Not for any that don't have their eyes wide shut. Let's put more puzzle pieces together. Remember when Bill Gates said this? Listen carefully. Uh, first, we've got population. Uh, the world today has 6.8 billion people. That's headed up to about 9 billion. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, health care, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15 percent. In case that audio wasn't clear enough, here's what Bill Gates stated on film and on the record. Quote, now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, health care, reproductive health services, we could lower that, i.e. populations, by perhaps 10 to 15 percent. Now, back to the CB19 vaccination. This question. Why have so many mainstream media sources gone to so much trouble to assure the public that the CB19 vaccine won't cause infertility or sterilization? Again, why are official sources and mainstream media going to so much trouble to convince us of that? Now consider this previous article from numerous sources. Quote, UN vaccines sterilize 500,000 women in Kenya. 
Gates involved with all of that. Now consider this headline from this week. Quote, study. Bill Gates' DTP vaccine killed 10 times more African girls than the disease itself. From the report, this, according to a peer-reviewed study by the world's most authoritative vaccine scientists, Bill Gates' DTP vaccine killed 10 times more African girls than the disease itself. The vaccine apparently compromised their immune systems. The study was commissioned by the Danish government and the Nova Nordsk Foundation and was conducted by a team of the world's leading experts on African vaccination led by two most prominent names, Dr. Soren Wingle Morgensen and Peter Abe. Well, those last two puzzle pieces fit together well, don't they? Now this headline, also from last week, Lab Leak is the, quote, most credible source of the coronavirus outbreak, says top U.S. government official. That's from the U.K. Daily Mail. About that report, no, not most likely, but already peer-reviewed science study, fact of record. Again, here's the fact of the matter. The CV-19 gain-of-function characteristic was engineered in Chinese and U.S. labs with $7.4 million in funding from Fauci's National Institute of Health and Fauci's National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease. That's the NIAID. Any legitimate discussion of the CV-19 scenario must include these facts first and foremost. Engineered scenario. Proven. Fact of record. Now consider this breaking headline. Big tech and big pharma merge. Oracle takes over vaccine data world. It's not difficult to recognize the noose being tightened. One only needs to look through a clear lens. Winding down the second week of 2021... Given the horizon we collectively face, I wonder, was the Mayan calendar translated incorrectly, perhaps with the last two numbers in the wrong order? Did the Mayans, in fact, intend to tell us that 2021 was the, quote, end of the age and not 2012? Whatever the case, they were certainly quite accurate with their predictions from so long ago, because the former reality is gone. It's not coming back. The formerly thriving planet we've known is also gone is also not coming back, not in any time frame that matters. Breaking reports on that subject later in this broadcast. Welcome to the new world. And if you think it's rough now, hang on, because the party's just getting started. Unfolding biosphere collapse is pushing total power structure desperation. The CV-19 scenario is only one of many cards the controllers will likely soon play. For those that don't yet realize it, printing billions of dollars from thin air and pumping it into the Ponzi scheme card house called the stock market won't save us, nor will it slow down what is coming. It will only accelerate it into an ever more catastrophic collapse scenario. About economic collapse, a few headlines from last week. Macy's stores closing 2021. See the locations liquidating this spring. You can find that online. Elon Musk is now the richest person in the world, passing Jeff Bezos. The rich get richer for the moment. That money won't save them soon. Another headline. Boeing to close its storied Seattle manufactured R&D center. That's from the Seattle Times. Another headline. COVID pandemic could bring, quote, a lost decade of economic growth. That's not true because we were circling the drain before the CV-19 scenario was released. Industrialized militarized society was never sustainable and again was in the process of collapsing prior to the CV-19 release, and the CV-19 release was a response to that fact. 
Keep those that chain of dots in mind. Another headline. China signals more support for genetically modified crops to ensure food supplies don't run short. Oh, they'll run short. And about genetically modified crops, consider that some forms of genetically modified crops grow twice as fast, but produce half the nutrition. What was gained? Nothing. The food is actually worse for you because you're ingesting more calories to get the same nutrition. Thus, diabetes off the scale and countless other human ailments, not to mention the chemicals involved with all of it. Another headline, Andrew Como warns, quote, numbers go up, the region will close down, end quote. This is the continued tightening of the noose, and that's not going to stop, not so long as the collective insanity runs the show. Another headline, Germany leads Europe into new wave of lockdowns as COVID numbers surge, from multiple sources on that headline. Again, as Geoengineering Watch has stated from the start, the controllers can stoke the CV-19 fires as they choose. Bouncing back for a moment to the rich getting richer, the disaster capitalists, the, the pirates on the sinking ship loading their pockets with loot that will soon not be of any benefit to them. This headline, after securing over $38 billion in U.S. aid for Israel, Kirshner seeks potential $100 million quote, kickback for his family biz. From that report, Jared Kirshner and his freshly pardoned criminal Father Charles appear to be seeking at least $100 million in kickbacks on the over $38 billion in U.S. foreign aid they helped secure for Israel. That's how the game is played. What about those who have done everything, have given everything to try to tell the truth? This headline from last week, Mexico offers Julian Assange political asylum to avoid extradition to the U.S. The U.S. again doing everything they can to put him down because he dared to expose the crimes of empire. Where's the so-called U.S. patriotism? Where are the so-called patriots that should be flocking to his side? Nothing. Just mindless flag-waving and no support for the true patriots like Assange. This is from both sides of the aisle, by the way. I'm not picking on any political faction. They're both just two sides of the same coin, all orchestrated to divide, polarize, and conquer the population. Another headline. Mainstream media already using Capitol Hill riot to call for more internet censorship. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Those who take the bait and do exactly what those in power want them to do so that they can then use that event to continue tightening the noose. That's how it works. Another headline, the United States has become a banana republic. From that headline, this statement, when new money enters the system, every dollar that you are currently holding becomes less value. That's a fact that many people are, are not aware of or don't think about, although they should. The report continues, a key driver of billionaire wealth concentration was the unprecedented monetary policy response to stabilize financial markets in the early days of the pandemic, which spurred the stock market's gravity-defying rise. When Wall Street was on the verge of panic in March, the Federal Reserve intervened with the promise of low rates and an open-ended liquidity spigot, i.e., printing money from thin air to prop up the card house of the stock market, a snake eating its own tail. The bottom line is, when the environment collapses, the economy is done. That's happening right now, and they're doing everything they can to hide that from the population to the last possible moment. Another headline on that front from last week. Bread lines stretch across America. This economic collapse is much worse than you are being told. End of headline. Much, much worse. In regard to environmental collapse, it is unimaginably worse than anything any official source is telling us. 
on that note, let's put those two puzzle pieces together. What about the Great Reset? And as I've stated in the past, in previous broadcasts, the true Great Reset is planetary omnicide. If the human race remains on the current course, that hour draws very near. A new Scientific American report says that global temperatures could rise, could, may, might, by more than 4 degrees C, over 7 degrees Fahrenheit, by 2100. Do they mention that such a rise would spell the end of the human race and most life on Earth? Absolutely not. But it's actually far worse than that. On the current trajectory, this level rise of 7 degrees C could occur by 2026. Think about that. And let's not forget the collapsing ozone layer, also possibly by 2026, which by itself is a global extinction scenario. Then there's Fukushima and the other 400 Fukushimas that are coming as societal collapse accelerates. All of them will go into meltdown eventually. We are indeed in a very dark corner. In a moment, the latest critically important breaking reports from the front lines on the issues that pose the greatest and most immediate threat to all of us, issues on which our collective fate most depends. First, my deepest gratitude to each and every individual that's doing their best to stay informed, to wake others with credible data from a credible source, and to help turn the tide of insanity. Thank you for your help with sounding the alarm. It's our collective efforts that can yet make a difference. This is Dane Wigington. You're listening to the Global Alert News Hour, episode number 283, January 9th, 2021. In this broadcast, a tsunami of bad news, but it's critically important information. It's information that covers the issues we must face if we're to have any chance of changing course. This commercial-free frontline news broadcast is brought to you by geoengineeringwatch.org and paid for by geoengineeringwatch.org. This news hour is broadcast throughout Northern California on KQMS, 1670 AM at 104.9 FM and 105.7 FM, Saturday mornings from 6 to 7 AM. KQMS is the largest news talk radio station north of Sacramento. Recordings of this broadcast can be found at geoengineeringwatch.org under the recent top stories and radio sections. The latest Geoengineering Watch awareness raising materials can be ordered from the homepage of geoengineeringwatch.org for our approximate cost of producing and shipping. Those in the Reading area of Shasta County can pick up free Geoengineering Watch materials from the vitamin section at Orchard Nutrition. A staunch ally in the fight to expose and halt climate engineering is GEMFAIR, G-E-M-F-A-I-R-E. If you go to a gym fair event, you can get in for free. If you're there to pick up geoengineeringwatch.org materials, there's a geoengineeringwatch.org informational booth at every gym fair event with free materials there for those who are willing to help us sound the alarm. This week's event, Del Mar, California, started yesterday, January 8th, ends tomorrow, January 10th. New location, the Activity Center building, again, Del Mar, California. If you're in that area, please go show your support, get the materials you can use to help wake those around you to the insanity occurring in our skies. Also, the first installment of the new Geoengineering Watch online climate engineering Q&A session was posted last week. If you wish to submit a climate engineering related question, you can do so at the following link, questions at geoengineeringwatch.org. Or you can go to the contacts section on the very top left corner of the geoengineeringwatch.org homepage. Before getting to headlines, one final important point for the record. Comment submissions that physically threaten anyone, anywhere, will not be posted on any geoengineeringwatch.org thread. 
Please consider that when newly awakened people take the time to visit a geoengineeringwatch.org post, if they see peaceful, coherent, and productive comment threads with valuable information and observations being shared, that's what helps our cause. And my deepest thanks go to all that take the time to participate. More headlines. 2020, warmest, wettest year on record for some. That's from Weather Nation. And keep this in mind. Temperature readings, official readings are being falsified radically to the downside. 2020 was absolutely the warmest year on record, but that will not likely show up in the official narrative because they're doing everything they can to mask the total planetary meltdown from the population to the last possible moment, using climate engineering to further force the climate, which further decimates what is yet left of Earth's life support systems. On that note, this headline Sudden stratospheric warming, that's an SSW event, started over the weekend. From that report, a sudden stratospheric warming event started over the weekend in association with a significant weakening or reversal of westerly wind wind circulating around the North Pole. Understand, catastrophic climate engineering operations are at the core of this scenario. Some techniques are known, such as the massive and growing global grid of ionosphere heater installations, like HARP in Alaska, one of perhaps 100 such installations around the globe. Other experimental technologies being implemented are likely more destructive still, more than any of us would like to believe. Let's press on with this theme from CBS News. Sudden stratospheric warming could mean wild winter storms ahead. Again, connect all these dots. From that report, in the span of a week from late December to early January, temperatures high in the atmosphere above the Arctic jumped by 100 degrees Fahrenheit. While this may sound alarming, they try to tell us, quote, it's a natural phenomenon that happens every couple of years. That's what the experts tell us. What experts? The ones paid to lie by the power structure? Those experts? Just like the, quote, experts that make it their career to lie for the medical industrial complex? And the same scenario for the military-industrial complex. We're swimming in a sea of lies, and the power structure paid honorless liars that pushed them. Any discussion of climate anything that doesn't first and foremost include and account for the global climate engineering insanity is a blatant lie of omission. There can be no legitimate discussion of the climate from any perspective or weather without first and foremost addressing the global geoengineering assault. While so many are staring down at their iPhones, the sky is being filled with toxic particulates, the often featureless skies or dirty, dingy, hazy, pollution-looking overstories that cover the brighter white, lower-level natural cumulus clouds or the long, lingering, spreading filth that's being spewed from jet aircraft that are dumping literally Mathematically, tens of millions of tons of highly toxic particles into our atmosphere annually. Stated on the record as a goal by the world's most recognized climate engineers, what will it take for the population to start caring about the systematic decimation of the planet on which their lives and their children's lives completely depend? What will it take? The climate engineers are yet again cutting off California's rain, along with other drought-devastated regions. When a bit of rain is allowed into California, it's being heavily seeded with chemical ice-nucleating elements. This causes large temperature swings of, at times, 20 to 30 degrees during a day that is, we are told, all rain, which is typically now a lot of drizzle and, and misting and 
fog and not the very definable storms we once had with deluges that came repeatedly over and over with storms that could be seen on radar out in the Pacific. Now it's just drifting masses of toxic filth being seeded by the climate engineers to try to cool down some of that air with the endothermic reacting chemicals they're using in our clouds. We know this. We're testing precipitation. We know it. We're not guessing. What will it take to wake the population to what's going on above their heads? To look at the data, not to believe what geoengineeringwatch.org says, but to look at the data we have compiled over so many years. And even more importantly, look at the film footage we have. We have up-close film footage taken at altitude behind spray aircraft, KC-10s, KC-135s. Some of this footage is so up-close that the nozzles can be seen turning on and off. End of argument. End of discussion on whether or not this is, quote, condensation, which is the greatest lie ever perpetrated on populations all over the globe. It's not condensation trails. It's sprayed particulate dispersions that are part of climate engineering, a.k.a. weather warfare operations. And all of that, every bit of those millions of tons that are sprayed annually, drift to the lower levels of the atmosphere where we all get to breathe it. It's absorbed by the entire web of life. These are extraordinarily harmful nanoparticulates, heavy metals, polymers. Film footage showing these aircraft spraying, turning on and off, If you don't believe what you see with your own eyes, there is nothing I or anyone else can tell you that will make you wake up. That's up to you. But the film footage proves this is not condensation in our skies. Please, if you don't believe this still, because you want to believe the official denial, please go to our site, geoengineeringwatch.org, search the jet spraying sections at the top of the homepage, and see if your own eyes can convince you of the truth. Please. Our collective fate is in the balance. From the cutting off of rain to the temperature whiplash scenarios, this is not nature. This is not an act of God. No. Blatantly obvious and ongoing climate engineering, a.k.a. weather warfare operations, are the core causal factor. This is not in any way to deny all the other forms of anthropogenic or human-caused damage to the planet. Not at all. But rather, it is placing the blame, in this case, where all available science data dictates. Check the engineering drought section at geoengineeringwatch.org on the homepage. Check the engineering winter. Check the engineering wildfire sections. Each of those sections contains volumes of critically important data on an issue that, again, holds our future in the balance. Just published from the Washington Post, this, quote, drought is the sleeper story you'll hear more about in 2021. End of headline, again, from the Washington Post. It further states, half the lower 48 states are under increased drought conditions, end quote. Newsflash to the Washington Post, geoengineeringwatch.org has been sounding the alarm on this for over a decade. Global climate engineering operations are by far the single largest factor regarding the protracted droughts that are occurring on our planet. Would we have droughts in a warming world without climate engineering? Of course. But this must be remembered. The laws of physics state clearly. The atmosphere holds 7% more moisture for every degree C of warming. It must rain more overall on a warming planet. And it's not. Why not? Because the climate engineering elephant in the equation is there and not being acknowledged. Geoengineering operations are completely derailing the Earth's hydrological cycle, creating drought and deluge. In regards to California, search engineered drought catastrophe target California to learn more, to learn what geoengineeringwatch.org has stated on the record for over a decade. Here's another shocking example of total deception from the paid liars, in this case at AccuWeather.com. In a post they put up yesterday, they show a sky 
crisscrossed with climate engineering jet dispersions, a completely science fiction sky. And what's their caption? AccuWeather School, quote, contrails can help predict the weather. The report states, quote, the streaks of clouds that follow airplanes do more than create pretty sights in the sky. You can actually use them to predict the weather. Exclamation point. No. A sky filled with jet-dispersed toxic filth that's killing the entire web of life is not pretty. And for the twisted, honorless liars that pump out this type of propaganda, I long for the day when the public awakens to your part in these crimes in our skies. Every one of the so-called experts in the climate science community that participates in this kind of climate engineering cover-up will, one day soon, I hope and pray, be held legally and morally accountable by a justifiably enraged population. And about the CV-19 scenario, again, not nature, not God, but a completely out of control and increasingly desperate power structure that believes they have the right to engineer pathogens, to lock down societies around the world, and to thin the herd as they see fit. It is their response to the unfolding climate and environmental collapse. For how much longer will populations provide such power to the controllers? Never forget, the controllers could not do what they do without the majority of the population playing along with the orchestrated idiocracy. Whether consciously or unconsciously, it matters not. The tidal wave of insanity that we are all being swept away in could not continue without the active or passive support of the majority population that, unfortunately, are still being distracted from the wider horizon. Political everything is nothing more than power structure, orchestrated theater, all of it, meticulously managed by the controllers, the money printers, corporate media, the same. Their job is to propagate various flavors of polarized propaganda, the divide, distract, and conquer strategy, and how well it has worked so far. What were some of our so-called elected officials up to recently? This headline from TheHill.com. House introduces gender-neutral language in new rules. And all this, while the planet's life support systems are failing by the day and populations are under assault by the CV-19 scenario, that's what our so-called government officials are up to. The whole of Washington, D.C. is a malignant cancer that can't be cured. What will it take to wake the population up to that? It's a disease to the marrow. Or for those that want to completely disconnect from reality, take a look at the Sandals Resorts commercials that are still running. The escape locations of the rich and infamous. The Sandals Resorts commercials with all the colored servants in their commercials serving the rich white people. Are they sending a message? Such commercials are mixed in with all the big pharma commercials for the latest toxic prescription product they've cooked up. Question. How many are increasingly abandoning verifiable facts in exchange for feelings? A tribal groupthink, hive mind mentality. And yes, there's different factions of the hive mind, but all are being orchestrated to the benefit of the controllers. Divide and conquer. The human race and the entire web of life are under assault by a clinically insane global power structure. On that note, moving on, more headlines from multiple sources. Asymptomatic transmission of COVID-19 didn't occur at all. Study of 10 million fines. That's from multiple sources. And yet, here's what we get from the power structure controlled corporate media. Quote from last week. Experts predict post-holiday surge in COVID deaths. Predict? 
Or is this simply what is scheduled? And how many deaths from other circumstances or from comorbidities will be called CV-19 deaths? But wait, the face masks will save us, right? Here's a statistical update from Shasta County, California. Before the mandatory mask mandate, I update this every week. I'm going to continue to do that. Official CV-19 infections, again, before the mask mandate, hovered at about 30. Since mandatory masks, the official CV-19 infections have skyrocketed to nearly 9,000. That's about a 30,000% increase. Does that sound like success to anyone? And just for the record, prior to 2020, there were over a dozen peer-reviewed science studies that stated face masks, even an N95, could not stop a virus. Now, as of 2020, official sources have come up with studies that state anything works. A bandana, a sock, whatever. Really? And about breathing your own exhaust for hours on end, those that don't think there are consequences should think again and should do a lot more research. Now let's consider this published report from last week, a major European study regarding face masks and children. From the report, a German study involving over 25,000 children reveals that major negative impacts on the physical, psychological, and behavioral health of children may be far more widespread than reported in the media and by government officials, affecting approximately 68% and contributing to 24 distinct health complaints according to parent-submitted observations. This is from a research article published at researchsquare.com titled Corona Children Studies, CO-KI. The statistics are the first results of a Germany-wide registry on mouth and nose covering, i.e. masks on children. I want to make clear, for the record, that I am in no way giving advice to anyone on this subject. Rather, I'm providing information that official sources and corporate media are doing their best to hide from populations. What I do hope to accomplish by providing this information is this, to compel honest, unbiased investigation of verifiable facts. More headlines. This from last week. After receiving vaccination, 240 Israelis diagnosed with coronavirus. Imagine that. Is that the intent? You decide. And perhaps consider this next headline while doing so. From last week, Moderna admits that what they inject is a, quote, operating system, end quote. Question, what exactly does that mean? Again, investigate so you can decide for yourself. Another headline, Biden to invoke Defense Production Act to boost COVID vaccine output, advisor says. That's from multiple international sources. Another headline, This is from newspunch.com and other sources. Quote, no evidence COVID vaccine prevents viral transmission, end quote, says World Health Organization chief scientist. Think about that. No evidence that it prevents viral transmission. Another headline, pharmacist sabotaged vaccines because he thought they were, quote, unsafe, police say. That's from ABC News. Here's a parallel headline. From NPR, National Public Radio, pharmacist arrested, accused of destroying more than 500 Moderna vaccine doses. This question on that subject, what does this pharmacist know that the public doesn't? Did his conscience get the better of him? Again, you decide. Another headline, up to 60% of healthcare workers are avoiding the CB19 vaccine. It's from multiple sources. Another headline, Hospitals on high alert for new, more contagious COVID-19 strain. That's from CBS News. What convenient timing 
for compelling the public to abandon caution or investigation and take the needle. Another headline. European travel insurers warn jab will be required to book trips if EU adopts COVID-19 vaccine mandate. That's from international sources. And keep this in mind for all these entities that tow the line for the power structure. How much are they getting through the back door for funding from the money printers, ultimately, who control the entire casino? This is how they get their agendas carried out. They control the flow of funds. Next headline. President Putin pushes plan to roll out COVID, quote, immunity passports in Russia. All governments are colluding and cooperating on the climate engineering assault, on the CV-19 scenario, and many other aspects. All these governments know they can no longer support their populations on a dying planet. All of these dots are completely connected. Please, please remember that. Next headline. Health dictatorship. French citizens who refuse COVID-19 jab may be banned from public transport under, quote, green passport plan from international sources. All of these governments colluding, cooperating on countless issues. Climate engineering, COVID-19, again, two major pillars in that equation. From multiple sources, parallel headline from one I covered earlier, up to 60% of U.S. healthcare workers refusing experimental COVID mRNA vaccine. Another headline, this one from the New York Post and other sources. This is an ongoing scenario. Alarming number of U.S. healthcare workers are refusing COVID-19 vaccine. From that report, U.S. healthcare workers are first in line to receive the COVID-19 vaccine, but an alarming number across the country are refusing to do so, with Ohio reporting 60% refusal rate among nursing home workers. In Southern California, anywhere from 20 to 50% of healthcare workers are reported to have refused the vaccine. This is a story I covered a week ago also, but it's ongoing. Mainstream media is absolutely not touching this. And when we talk about or hear about the fact that the vaccine rollout is going much more slowly than they anticipated, is that because so many actually don't want this concoction? And why would they want it? Would it be more appropriate to reframe the headline I just covered to this, perhaps stating alarming number of U.S. healthcare workers are taking the CV-19 jab? Would that be the more rational headline for those that have actually investigated the truth, the true risk posed by the warp speed CV-19 experimental concoctions? And when the healthcare workers don't want the COVID concoction jab, perhaps they can be bribed to be a lab rat. Consider this new headline report. Pennsylvania nursing home staff offered $750 bonuses to vaccinate, and not just in Pennsylvania. From CBS News and other sources, Houston Hospital Network offers $500 to get COVID-19 vaccine. I wonder, how many will accept being injected with a concoction that can never be removed for the pittance of $500? Although many companies are stopping short of making the shots mandatory, they have the right to require immunization, this report states, for most workers under recently passed federal employment guidelines. Federal government, again, ultimately private central bankers that control that government, making sure that everyone is subject to their dictates. Passing federal laws, giving employers the right to mandate these injections. And will many of these employers do this? Of course they will, because... Ultimately, they are getting funding from the central bankers. This goes all the way through states, all the way down to local governments, all of them doing what they're told because they know where their bread and butter comes from. 
They know. Economists say such payments could backfire, citing studies that suggest offering money in exchange for getting vaccinated could lead people to conclude that the shots are risky. Exactly. On that note, next headline from numerous sources, including MSN.com. From last week, Mexican doctor admitted to intensive care unit after receiving Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine. That report states the physician experienced seizures, difficulty breathing, and rash. Pfizer and BioNTech could not be reached for comment. That's no surprise. Another headline from USA.com and other sources. Death of Florida doctor after receiving COVID-19 vaccine under investigation. Question, how far does anyone think this investigation is going to get? If this doctor had died of any other cause, perhaps he got run over by a bus in a crosswalk, would that have been considered a COVID-19 death? But yet, when he dies shortly after being injected with this vaccine, apparently of no other cause, they have to investigate it, and pretty soon they'll cover it up in one way or another, claiming it had nothing to do with that injection. That's how the system works, and it is run from the very top, again, by those who print the money. Next headline, same theme from multiple sources last week. Portuguese nurse dies suddenly after receiving COVID vaccine. From that report, the latest suspicious death to occur days or in some cases even hours after a patient received their first dose of COVID-19 vaccine has surfaced in Portugal, where a pediatric surgery assistant in Porto, who was reportedly in perfect health when she received her first dose of the Pfizer vaccine, has died suddenly. None of that on mainstream media. Another headline from childrenshealthdefense.org. This is Robert F. Kennedy. Breaking, Children's Health Defense responds to news of a life-threatening reaction to Pfizer COVID vaccine. Will regulators take action? Question mark. Does that question even need to be answered? Of course they won't. They never have. Their job is to cover up threats to the public, not to investigate them. Another question. How many have officially been injured by the CV-19 concoctions? Go to medalerts.org. Search the... National Vaccine Information Center pages. I have. So far, there are 116 pages of injuries on the CV-19 Warp Speed Brew. Officially, 1,158 cases. Full details and descriptions of each individual case are there. Search this online. See for yourself. Another headline from multiple sources. Dozens of people expecting COVID vaccine get wrong injection. In West Virginia, officials say, oops, But hey, trust the, quote, experts, right? From that report, West Virginia officials say they're reviewing vaccine procedures after dozens of people at a COVID-19 vaccination event received the wrong shot. 42 people expecting the Moderna vaccine were instead injected with the Regeneron antibody treatment on Wednesday, according to the West Virginia National Guard. From the UK Daily Mail, this, Inside the vaccination shambles. Why millions of doses have not been administered. End of headline. Official sources and mainstream media would never pose the following question. Has the COVID concoction vaccination administration stagnated because a rapidly increasing percentage of the population is waking up and doesn't want the warp speed, which is brew? Decide for yourself. Next headline. This one refers to the U.S. Armed Services. Here's the headline, Mass Vaxing of U.S. Military Forces for COVID. From that report, service members to be vaxxed include active duty personnel, including National Guard troops, their family members, War Department civilian personnel, and their families. Report states, it has been announced that the experimental CV-19 vaccines will be distributed in phases. U.S. forces, including military and civilian healthcare personnel, will be vaxxed, first with Moderna's high-risk, inadequately tested experimental vaccine. 
Like Pfizer's entry into the COVID mass vaccine sweepstakes, Moderna's vaccine is not approved by the FDA. Both were given, quote, emergency authorization use, green lighting these vaxes for widespread mass vaccination, despite the risk of what the CDC calls a, quote, health impact event or a, quote, adverse event. Either may require medical treatment for what's potentially life-threatening, like anaphylaxis, or any one or more of major illnesses that can cause death like heart disease and cancer, which are potential long-term consequences. Report continues, in the five days after the U.S. mass vaccine began on December 14th of 2020, over 5,000, quote, health impact events were reported. How many more went unreported, the report asks, nor is there any information on the seriousness of health issues experienced. Report continues, all vaccines are high risk. Experimental vaccines like Pfizer's and Moderna's may cause widespread serious health issues, only known much later. Final excerpt from the report, during the 1991 Gulf War, around 150,000 U.S. troops were vaxxed for anthrax. Serious health issues weren't discovered until later, called Gulf War Syndrome. Experimental anthrax vaccines contained adjuvants that cause severe autoimmune diseases and deaths amongst Gulf War veterans later on. Research all that for yourself, please. I'm not asking anyone to believe me. I'm simply reporting headlines from credible sources that are backed up by data and statistics, and I'm asking questions, and I'm asking you to ask questions as well. According to Stars and Stripes, the Veterans Affairs Department Denied over 80% of benefits claims filed by military vets for health issues related to Gulf War or later vaccinations. So much for caring for our troops. So much for patriotism. And never forget that the backdrop bottom line for all of this is unfolding biosphere collapse. I'll get to that in a moment. The latest breaking headlines on that front. But bear with me. The warp speed CV-19 concoctions are as experimental as they come. The controllers of these experimental concoctions, like Bill Gates and Anthony Fauci and their ilk, have long since expressed their objective of, quote, controlling population growth, end quote. Translation, thinning the herd on a dying planet. If you think monsters like Gates and Fauci care at all about protecting you and your posterity, think again. For the record, if a critical mass of awareness could be achieved regarding the true nature of those in power— of the true criminality of their actions and their objectives, from weather warfare to the CV-19 scenario and countless other crimes, the two greatest remaining potential threats to the global controllers would then be the U.S. population and the U.S. military. Again, if and only if both groups were fully awakened to what is unfolding and why. With this in mind, I ask this question. Is there a connection between this potential and the fact that the U.S. population is officially, by far, the most CV-19 infected population on the planet per capita, in spite of what we are told is such a wonderful medical system, which is statistically a total falsehood? To our U.S. military brothers and sisters, if you actually believe the controllers of the U.S. military have your best interest in mind, think again. Better yet, as an example, view a historical film clip of all the U.S. military personnel that were told to observe the nuclear detonations up close and personal with only a set of goggles on as if that would protect them. And they all died premature deaths. They were nothing more than test subjects for the controllers. Again, just one example. Agent Orange is another. Depleted uranium, another. Search and view this documentary, quote, Hidden Wars of Desert Storm, to learn about depleted uranium, the DU debacle. The list is endless. And if you think being forced to take the CV-19 needle is any different, think again. 
What will it take to wake U.S. populations and our U.S. military brothers and sisters to the gravity and immediacy of what's unfolding? And about that, many are convinced that disaster capitalism is the core driving motive for those that are ultimately orchestrating the CB19 scenario. And this is not correct. Many have mistakenly concluded the same about the climate engineering weather warfare assault, that it's primarily about disaster capitalism. Again, not correct. Others insist the CB19 scenario is about building AI societies. On that subject, whatever agendas there may be from the current global controllers, none will reach fruition on a planet that is free-falling into near-term total environmental and climate collapse, planetary omnicide. It's imperative to consider and remember the unfolding collapse of Earth's life support systems at this juncture is an extraordinarily non-linear equation. It is an equation that is exponential beyond true comprehension. There are dozens of feedback loops already in full play regarding biosphere collapse. I've tried to illustrate with the following example in the past. Picture a falling domino that knocks down a much larger domino, and that in turn another even bigger domino, and so on. A cascading co-extinction scenario. The controllers and governments all over the world are in a panic. They know that the planet's failing life support systems can no longer support global populations or the already unraveling global societal structure. The controllers are moving their chess pieces, but biosphere collapse is outpacing their decades-long plans. Moving on from the New York Daily News, more allergic reactions triggered by COVID vaccine than scientists expected. Should that be any surprise when countless COVID concoctions are cooked up by the pharmaceutical industrial complex over the matter of a few months? The medical industrial complex insider, Dr. Mosev Slawi, the head scientific advisor for Operation Quote Warp Speed, revealed there have been significantly more allergic reactions to the COVID-19 vaccines than other immunizations. And that's saying a lot. The report continues with this. That data on coronavirus inoculations has been slow, meaning there could be more cases that the experts aren't even aware of yet. Earlier this week, a National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease official said that the United States is looking into what in the vaccine is triggering the severe allergic reactions, end quote from the report. Now, given the stated motivations I've already given earlier in this broadcast of the global controllers, consider this next headline from independentsciencenews.org. Here's the report headline. EcoHealth Alliance has hidden almost $40 million in Pentagon funding and militarized pandemic science. From the report, following the EcoHealth Alliance's money trail to the Pentagon, collecting dangerous viruses is typically justified as a, quote, preventative and defense activity, getting ahead of what, quote, nature or, quote, the terrorist might throw at us. But by its nature, this work is dual use. Biodefense is often just as easily biowarfare since biodefense and the products of biowarfare are identical. Report states meticulous investigation of U.S. government databases reveals that the Pentagon funding for the EcoHealth Alliance from 2013 to 2020 included contracts, grants, and subcontracts that came to just under $39 million. Most of this, $34.6 million, was from the Defense Threat Reduction Agency, that's DTRA, which is a branch of the DOD, Department of Defense, which states it is tasked to, quote, counter and deter weapons of mass destruction. Yeah, let's invent lethal pathogens and pretend that we are deterring weapons of mass destruction. That makes a lot of sense. What an oxymoron, like, quote, military intelligence, oxymoron. 
The report continues, and please follow these dots. The Pentagon-funded EcoHealth Alliance, who in turn funded bat coronavirus research, including virus collection at the Wuhan Institute of Virology, WIV, and thus could themselves be directly implicated in the outbreak. How well that fits with all the other puzzle pieces we already covered in this broadcast. More from the report, the military links of the EcoHealth Alliance are not limited to money and mindset. One noteworthy policy advisor to the EcoHealth Alliance is David Franz. Franz is a former commander of Fort Detrick, which is the principal U.S. government biowarfare facility. Franz also hyped up the existence of Iraq WMDs even after the invasion of Iraq, pushing the theory that Iraq had mobile biological WMD units. This theory was, of course, proven false by the British scientist Dr. David Kelly, who was soon afterward found dead, apparently, we are told, by suicide. Consider these pieces to the puzzle again. A former commander of the top U.S. military biowarfare lab, Fort Detrick, ends up as a part of an organization that has given nearly $40 million from the Pentagon, which was used for collecting wild coronavirus from bats, and then this organization funded engineering the gain-of-function characteristic of the virus so it could make the jump to humans, along with help from Anthony Fauci's NIH CV-19, then appeared. I'm out of time for the on-air portion of this broadcast. I'll post an extended version of this broadcast, number 283, online at org. Where do we go from here? Climate and environmental collapse is accelerating by the day. The controllers are increasingly desperate. Many ask me if climate engineering could be haltered. Would former weather patterns return? The answer is no. So much of the damage the human race has inflicted on our once thriving planet cannot be undone. Not in any time frame that matters. Of all the forms of damage, climate engineering is the most devastating and insane. And consider this, the climate engineering fallout is already at minimum highly toxic, not just for us, but for the entire web of life. And worse, at any point of the power structure's choosing, they can incorporate much more lethal elements in the mix, engineered elements, pathogens, that could put us all down literally overnight. If you think the controllers would never resort to such a drastic measure, think again. So, are we helpless? Absolutely not. So long as we are still standing, so long as we refuse to yield to the fading of the light, we are not helpless, and those in power are most certainly not gods. They are demented and increasingly desperate human beings. They are fallible and frightened at their core. If the awakened stand together with unyielding resolve, we can yet make a quantum leap in the right direction, even at this late hour. Never give up. Never give in. Our will can never be taken. Make your voice heard. Share credible data from a credible source. Check the activist suggestions link on the homepage of geoengineeringwatch.org to learn how you can help make a difference. Make every day count. Until next week, this is Dane Wigginton with geoengineeringwatch.org.